what's something you can share with man, woman, or family member as far as for them, whether they, you know, get in touch with us or not to encourage them to maybe pursue something greater for themselves in the new year? Wow. There's so many going through my head. If I had to pick one is. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Brave Today podcast. The show is going to encourage, challenge, maybe even provoke you to step outside of your comfort zone and take more action to better improve yourself and your health. I'm your host, Mark Avens. And in this crazy world, it keeps pushing a narrative for people to be soft and weak and sicker and health unhealthier. I wish healthier, but unhealthier and more dependent than ever. The goal and intent of the show is to help you navigate through this so that you can become braver today than you were yesterday. Now, we have all kinds of different shows, and instead, I'm just going to jump right into today's, which is a Brave Guest Interviews, and this is a show that what I feature is having brave people that I look up to and admire who are not only brave today, but are also helping many people become braver today than they were yesterday. So let's jump right in. Welcome, Lynette. I I won't say Coach Lynette yet, so we won't give it (laughs) out that you are a coach with us in our Brave movement. But Coach Lynette and I got started, we met about three and a half years ago, I believe, Um, Before we get into that story, I'd love to just kind of open it up by sharing a little bit about yourself, kind of background, and then we'll go from there. Well, it's so good to be here, Mark. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So I live in Oklahoma, but currently I am in Syracuse, New York, and my daughter is going to school here to get a master's, a double master's degree with the Army. And we're here with my daughter, son-in-law, and two-year-old granddaughter, So Steve and I came up for the Christmas holiday, which is just lots of fun. But so, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Um, So a little bit about myself. I'm 62 and I'm bionic, fully bionic as far as both hips are replaced. And I taught high school for 25 years. And what was it? About a year and a half now, I was refired. And that's what Papa Luch always says. I'm not retired. I just changed. I'm still teaching, which is awesome. I just teach a different clientele now than that. But, you know, I've always been active. I grew up in a very active family. My grandmother taught me how to water ski when I was six. And we slalomed and water skied and hiked and just had a great time together. And my mom is very active. And anyway, my grandmother was active until she passed away. And at the age of 89, she stopped water skiing at 86. Um, So I had some big shoes I wanted to fill just to be as happy and healthy as I can. You know, I did bodybuilding. I've run three marathons, several half marathons. And all of a sudden, my back and hips started hurting. I'm like, what? is going on. I I mean, excruciating pain. Finally figured out that I had to have a full hip replacement. And I'm like, what? What? Um, How old were you when you had that first one? um, I was 57. 57. And, you know, just couldn't. Too young to be then thinking not to be water skiing. And yeah. It's like, no, I have too many activities. My, My daughter was married. My son was getting ready to get married. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, no. My son's military also, and I'm like, no, they're active, and I want to be active. And But I gained 50 pounds, and all this was during the course of COVID, or right before COVID. I gained 50 pounds, was able to lose 30 of it on a very unhealthy, because I wanted to dance at my son's wedding, and I didn't want to look back at pictures going, mm-hmm, yeah, I don't want to be that person. So, so you're starving yourself skinny, is that it? <laughs> 
Uh, no, it was taking, I won't mention names, but taking supplement drinks and fasting. And I did. I lost 30 pounds in four weeks and um, came right back on after my hip surgery. And I was like, yeah, no. Then COVID happened and I put all that weight plus some back on. Yeah, well, before we get into kind of what happened after the journey, I want to, yeah. I'm curious, like I never asked you this because I know, you know, we've known each other for a few years now. How did your family get into like, so were you running a tight ship and military operations at home for want your kids to go in or just what was it that both your kids good, that wanted? Good to question. Um, my grandfather and, and Steve's grandfather were both in World War II. Uh, and, you know, we did grow up, you know, very pro-American, very, um, well, my kids grew up on Rocky and Rambo <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. um, all the NCIS movie, um, you know, nice. shows. So it's like, you know, any, anything that would be like, yeah, America. Um, yeah, awesome. And then all of a sudden my daughter went, yeah, I think I want to go army. And I'm like, what? Oh, Okay. But first of all, she went nothing against Marines, but she wanted to enlist in the Marines and we're like, yeah, no, you're going to college. And <laughs> so we figured out, you know, I learned fast forward the ROTC system and she got a full scholarship to be in ROTC. And then my son followed in his big sister's footsteps. So both my kids are active duty army. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> we are very much appreciative of their service as well. And, you know, way, way back, right? And you think of the people that were in wars and fighting. My dad was also, he was Navy. And, you know, he was in Vietnam and did fight for a country. And I think people that maybe grow up in military families or at least been a part of military family first, they understand the importance and value. And again, you know, it, it goes to kind of compliment why I'm having you on here about being brave today and braver today than you were yesterday. And uh, I can definitely attest to at least the last three years that I've seen that show up for you and for a lot of other people. And then also in your family, I remember we had a conversation a while back and we had four generations, I believe, on the call, which was really awesome to see. Four generations of brave women. And even that little one has no idea just yet the brave family that she's been in. And it's pretty awesome to see. And we need more of that, right? We need more men and women, young, young people as well, even starting out at a young age, which is really cool. Let's transition. I'd love to hear. So you shared with us putting weight on, being a teacher. I'd love to know, like in the teaching years, you know, in that, what made you want to get into teaching? Um, well, um, that was not my first plan, believe it or not. I went to school at Oklahoma State University, go Pokes, and uh, met my husband there. My degree was in international fashion marketing, and I worked retail, loved it, got to go to school in Paris, France, right out of college for wow. three months. It was the American Fashion Institute, and it was fabulous. And came home, got a job. Steve and I were not together at that point. And I was working a three-state area selling merchandise, working the Dallas Apparel Mart, and just really enjoying. Steve and I got back together, and he was traveling five states. I was traveling three, and we decided that if we wanted to make something work, one of us needed to stay home. Mm -hmm. And I was able to find a career tech, which allowed me to get my teaching certification along with my master's degree and a lot of the things in sales and marketing that I had already done in international fashion marketing was, you know, pulled right in. So I didn't have to take as many courses. Loved it. I was um, the DECA teacher, which is all things marketing, did that for 25 years and 
loved it up until COVID hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then that's where we had the pleasure to meet. And uh, that right. kind of starts a new direction of being brave. And so just to kind of give you guys that are listening reference point is she had shared about COVID and shared about putting weight on. And Lynette also shared about kind of doing it the wrong way at the time. So what was it like to this next step, like this next point before we got connected, what was it that just made you decide? Because a lot of times people either live in their misery or live in their disappointment or upset and, you know, live in being overweight or just kind of say, Hey, it is what it is. I'm older now. So what was it for you? And I kind of based on your history here, and I'm sure you guys already know, just based on listening to her and having a grandma that's been, you know, was water skiing at 86, I think, or what have you. Yes. Um, so that was already kind of there to keep pushing. Right. So I'm just curious, like to hear from you, what was it that made you decide like, you know what, this isn't enough. I need to improve. I was miserable. Um, I've always been very outspoken, very conscientious, very confident, obviously with a background and love for clothing. I, I enjoy clothing. I enjoy working out. I enjoy looking good in my clothes. And I was not me. I did not like me at all, being 50 pounds overweight. And, you know, you go through everything, uh, feeling sorry for yourself, being mad at the world until finally Steve and I had a discussion. And he's like, nobody can make you happy but you. And I love you. But you're going to have to figure it out. And during that time in COVID where I taught, and again, I'm not going to go into specifics of school districts. Bottom line, it was really hard for all teachers across the board. And I'm oh, a teacher, but I saw horrible. it firsthand. Yeah. yeah. It was horrible. And so we were having Zooms talking to ourselves because no one showed up. Unfortunately, the joke of this may or may not be coffee in your coffee cup, it, it wasn't coffee. So eating too much, drinking too much, feeling sorry for yourself, not exercising because it's like, why? Why bother? Until Steve and I talked and I'm like, you know, I don't like me. So why would anyone else like me? And I got to fix this. And all this time I had been following you and was very resonated with you're very blunt. You're very true. And the program and everything that you were talking about was a lifestyle. It's something that was not a fad diet because I've tried it all. You name it, I've done it. Weight Watchers, I've been on three times. And it, it was it was something that I felt like I could live with. And I called you up and said, tell me about it. Well, now I'll never forget the picture you sent me. And I don't know if it was through Messenger or somehow he sent it to me. And it was a woman with the arm, like the guns with that red I think she Rosie had like, the Batman, Rosie, yeah. And she had the arms in. And then I'll never forget you shared. And I think it was either first or second conversation before we got you started is I'm going to be 60. This is back when you're 59 when you started. And you're like, my 60th birthday, I want to wear these hot leather skirt for my 60th birthday. Can you help me get in it? Can you help me get back to it? I was like, yeah. I was like, but you know, again, you have to do the work. If you're willing to do the work and show up for yourself on a regular basis and listen to and be coachable, then you can do this and we can help you get there. So that's kind of the next stage is what happened, right? And you jumped all in. You went all in. I think what I'm hearing too, when you shared, and it's a lot of what we hear often. And now as a coach, 
And just kind of to spoil alert, Coach Lynette is one of our success coaches in our program. If you didn't know or didn't see or follow or see success from some of the students that we've had that have been coming through. And Coach Lynette not only has helped transform their bodies, but she's done it after even transforming her own, which has been just really amazing to see as a coach from my end. Well, one of the things it sounds like, and it's typically the case, and this is for if you're listening, is what it sounds like is the pain of change was not nearly as painful as for you to stay where you were, the pain to staying the same. And that I think oh, is the tipping, tipping point for you is that I need to do something because it's more painful to stay here where I know I don't belong and know it's not, I'm not happy with, and I know it's not the real me It's hiding underneath you know, feeling less, being depressed, whatever it was, all those things. And um, all the about that, that's, that's the shift, right? Like, I think that's the shift is it's easy to maybe say, well, I want to lose a little bit of weight and then just do a diet, right? When you don't really, you know, you just focus on the solution being the diet or your solution being the pill or the medication. When in reality, you still have to change your mindset. You know, you still have to change right. the direction of why you want to do this. So I'd love to hear, we're not going to talk about the whole story, well, let's maybe just kind of summarize. So what happened like in the time we worked together, just briefly, because I want this to be more about you, not necessarily about the coaching program. Reality right. she kicked ass, she got great results, but like, let's just share in the time frame, the six to 12 months, what happened in that time frame? Um, we'll go back a little bit further than that. I was diagnosed with having to have my other hip replaced and mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, fine. Well, at that point I'd already lost 40 pounds. So, you know, I knew what I needed to do. And I was like, we, let's just get it done and go on with the rest of our lives. But during that time frame, you know, Steve and I wanted to look forward and see, okay, we want to be hiking. We want to be biking. We want to do everything that we possibly can do into our 80s. But then my granddaughter was born and I wanted to be like my grandmother And that, you know, she rode roller coasters with me. She played with me. She went water skiing with me. I wanted to be that kind of um, Gigi. And that's what I am. And just like last night, we saw her. And the first thing she did was Gigi come over with these arms outstretched. And she's almost 40 pounds now. And I picked her up and she went up, up. So I was able to lift her up over my head and swing her down, put her legs around my hips and waist and sling her down and bring her back up. And she giggled and I call her my giggling dumbbell. That's my why. That's That's what I want to do. Awesome. So that was actually, that actually happened through the time that you were already working on it. So you weren't even thinking about that necessarily. You probably hoped at some point you'd be a gram, you know, a Gigi. That's awesome. And that also solidified kind of the decision you made for yourself to improve the path that you were on, which actually Mm -hmm. just kind of reinforced some of those reasons why, right? Because I know it wasn't the only reason why, but it definitely helped. Oh, absolutely. And that's another kind of strong point is to have a strong why. So I know for one of your, and I hear it all the time and I can see you light up when you started to talk about her that she sees. And I hope I don't have grandchildren, but I, I hope God will bless at some point my wife and I with grandchildren. And I think about that now as a 51-year-old who doesn't have grandchildren. I don't want to be the poppy or whatever they call me at (laughs) some point on the sidelines that can't get involved. Because I've seen that happen with my parents 
and one parent was able to really be a part of it and physically be active and one that really wasn't. And I see the difference that made in their relationship, which was, you know, for me, it was enough to say, well, I want to choose to be a part of if I do get the opportunity blessed with grandchildren at some point. That's awesome. That's so awesome to hear. So let's kind of maybe fast forward. So, you know, over the time and just to give you kind of like this, the updated, you guys that are listening, the updated kind of direction our coaching business was growing. I needed help. I needed backup. And I had a few people behind the scenes helping me, but also as a business owner, I needed to grow the business. In order to do that, I had to do less coaching and more business. So I needed to find some really good people, good core value, <laughs> success. And there's Coach Lynette. So we had a conversation. It was after the first year, you got back into the second year and started to, you reinvested yourself in another year of coaching. Right. Because you had other goals to achieve and succeed. And why she ended up becoming one of our success coaches was because she was already helping people in our program because she was an inspiration. And that's truly, I believe, put yourself in an environment where other people are succeeding and you can't help but succeed. So that's great since Lynette was succeeding already and crushing her goals and fitting into bikinis again, right? After your uh-huh. sixth oh, Absolutely. Uh, looking better than some of her friends that are 10 and 20 years younger than her and saying, what the heck are you doing? And like, I'm doing me, I'm, I'm doing it. She became one of our success coaches and started to help other women succeed on their journey, which has been really awesome to see. Let's take it fast forward now, like now three years, two and a half, three years later, share with me, like, where's the direction, your health, your fitness. I know you shared with your granddaughter and your family, but I'd love to know kind of the transformation. What are the things you're doing now as a 62 year old, strong, brave woman? I already kind of spilled the beans. You're helping women on our program. Well, what else? What are some things that have been exciting that you can share to just inspire others as well to be well, braver today uh, than they were yesterday? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, Steve was asking me what I wanted to do for my 62nd birthday, which was back in November. And, you know, I told him, I said, you're going to be gone. My mom's going to be gone. And my dad is you know, he went to take me out to eat lunch and I'm like, okay, fine. And um, I said, I want to get the other two coaches that are now my best friends, one in Texas and one in North Carolina to come and spend the weekend with me. And they did. We were able to do a ropes course and it was, oh my goodness, so much fun. Uh, same. So we explain what a ropes course is. Cause I know some people may not know. <laughs> It was six, um, so we were all tethered into harnesses, and it was six consecutive exercises or activities, um, 30 feet in the air, and one of them was just crazy. We went, you want us to do what? It literally was a skateboard that was attached to ropes that we were hanging on to and skateboarding <laughs> across to the other skateboarding side. Skateboarding at 62, phenomenal. <laughs> no. Up at 30, 30 feet, feet in the air. air. So it good. was it was crazy. Wait, wait, why why would anybody at 62 want to do that, Lynette? Why not? Exactly. It's, I, I'm not exactly. I'm not gonna be the one sitting on the sidelines watching everyone. It's like, no, I want to go and do I, I want to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's more fun to do. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So yeah, that was so cool. We did that and and then this just this last week I was in New York City with a long, long, long time friend of mine who has always been active. And she said, you know, I want to really kickstart my activity level. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. And so in the course of three and a half days, we walked 37 and a half miles, 37 and a half miles. Three and a half days. Yeah. 87,952 steps. 
<laughs> well, let me ask you this, because I know, like, were you sore? No, not really. Why? Why were you not sore? Because um, this was not new to me. You get up every day and you just keep moving. You just Yeah, keep Lynette's moving. been doing, you know, eight to 10,000 plus steps every day for the last year because it's part of our program. Because when you move more, you feel better. When you feel better, you want to move more. I mean, it's just a Absolutely. natural part of life. So, and to be able to experience probably so much more than the person that has to, I mean, you can explore any city on a bus or you can get on a cab and drive around and stuff, but you actually did it. And like, look, if you go to New York, chances are you got to put some weight on because all the good food, the pizza, the desserts, you know, all this, every, no, what, what happened? I lost a pound. <laughs> I lost a lost pound. a pound. Boom. Were you, were you, were you dieting Did the diet. while, while you dieting on that trip? No. <laughs> I ate everything I wanted. <laughs> now it's all about choices because it's like, how bad do I want this versus this? But yeah, no, I, I was enjoying myself. Yeah, It was so fun. good, which is all, and that's what it's all about, right? So let me ask you this, as this being, you know, had you come on because you are braver today than you were yesterday. What's something that you can share with the audience to help them? Because they might not be in your shoes. They might not have the family experience. They might not have people that have inspired them. They didn't have an 80-year-old grandmother who water skied or family that were, you know, regiment or even children or inspire you because they're, you know, fighting for our country and our freedom and that sort of thing. So what about that person that maybe doesn't have all those things in place or even in a coaching program to help them become braver today? What would be something that maybe you could share would help them? Oh, find your why and really do some soul searching because I had to do some soul searching, especially around COVID. The second time I put 50 pounds on, where do I want to be? Where did I want to be? Where do you want to be in the next year, five years, 10 years and make a plan? It's all about choices. I mean, it really is about choices. I knew that I did not want to be the person sitting on the sideline watching everyone and watching my life. I know enough about me that's like, no, I'm going to be in the big middle of it, having fun, laughing, screaming on roller coasters, which I got to ride two weeks ago, which again, which was so Awesome. much fun. Yeah. And then So like the why is good and we don't want to sugarcoat this because I think, and I say this in a sense where, and we want to make sure that, that people realize you've worked your butt off. It's been not easy. It's not been an easy no. three years is for you. And you also, you didn't even mention your foot surgery where we saw you skate around your, your front yard that were, yeah, you didn't even remember that, right? Like this, That's we true. talked <laughs> it's about right. I did. last week, right? About time to reflect and to think back of how much you've already gone through. not just survive. It's not about surviving. It's kind of like we tell our inner circle is that it isn't about maintaining. There's no maintaining your life. You don't maintain your life because time keeps ticking, right? Right. What you're thinking about is how do you sustain it? And it's hard. You have to work through those challenges in that Not aspect. sustain. I want to move forward. I You want want to to thrive. even thrive. Yeah. You want to even do better. Sustain like your results that you've already gotten Right. and then continue to thrive. Cool. Yes. If you could share what's something that you've helped you over or not helped you, but what's something that you had to overcome, you know, maybe recently or in the last year or something that you might think that would come up for somebody that would challenge them to, to get in the way Um, Not personally, because I know you, but I love maybe something that's on top of your mind that you might want to share or not. just making the choice every day to get up because even though I do, it's still a choice every day because when it's cold outside and I don't like cold, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get out. I don't want to get moving, but I also know what that's going to do for me. 
So it's a conscious choice to get up every day and do something to move to yeah, what's your slogan? make that choice. My, well, that's my hashtag. Keep moving. There it is. <laughs> keep moving. Right. I mean, even when you don't want it, you keep moving. You just right? keep you moving. Yeah. I mean, that, that's really the bottom line too, is the difference, honestly, and in being in an environment where you can succeed. A lot of times we get people that come in that don't have a good environment where they can actually thrive and keep moving, or maybe even consider themselves eating healthier because they'll have be ridiculed or be looked down on or what have you for whatever reason. I don't know. But, you know, I know sometimes the environments that people are living in, their work environments, their family environments, their relationship environments suck. They just are terrible. And it's yeah. not really anywhere to be inspired, encouraged, or even want it. Like, forget it. I'm not even going to move. Who cares? Nobody's going to care if I do or don't. Right. right. And, um, you know, I still have friends, longtime, really good friends, yeah. but they're like, why do you want to work so hard? You're 62. It's going to be that way. No, it's not. Doesn't have to be. Not going to happen. No. I went from a size 16 to a size eight pair of jeans and I feel better in my skin than I have felt in years. I feel better. I feel sexier. I feel healthier. You know, I'm still alive. I'm 62, but I'm still alive. Uh, yes. Awesome. Praise God. And we talked about this before, and this is not like a loaded question, but it is something I think, are you more proud that you're able to fit in the clothes or pick your granddaughter up or the work that you did to get there? The work that I did to get here. Yeah, 100%. And that's the difference, right? It is. Like, there's no way to celebrate because you're the experience it when you lost the weight and put it back on. When you do it through like artificial ways, like if it's dieting or doing like some crazy medications that you see that are pushed out in the market all over the place and doctors prescribing and all those things. Weight loss surgery, because we've had even a number of those, you've worked with some of those women that they have the actual weight loss surgery and then they lose a hundred pounds from weight loss to their stomachs are, you know, short, shrunk. They put the clamps around them. And then what happens, nothing changed except for the surgery. They didn't change their lifestyle. And that's really the difference. And I, I think really one of the things I've had the pleasure to see from you personally is you are already brave coming in by knowing you wanted to change. And then you just literally kind of amplified that over time when you started to build more confidence by getting your body back and having it. And that came from the results that you got from the work that you did, because you know, the cliches, it sounds, you don't get the results from the work you don't do. Right. Exactly. We talk, we've talked to our clients all the time. We guarantee results for every single one of the men, women, and families now that come into our program but you're required to do the work. Like right. we're not parents spoon feeding a baby food. You know, it's basically, yeah. you have to actually just do the work that we give you everything you need to succeed. And what's really great is I've seen you work really hard and you've had some obstacles that you've been challenges to work through, but you kept moving and you kept being determined. And I think it comes back to what you shared is having that strong why. And your yeah. why changed because I'm sure your why was first to fit in that leather dress, but then your granddaughter came <laughs> and now it's like, okay, the dress is great. That's kind of bonus, but I want to actually pick up my granddaughter and swing her around at 40 pounds, right? And do Exactly. That. Yeah. And I can do that. And it's just wonderful. One of my favorite sayings is it's either do or not do. There is no try. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let, let's, let's go on that. What's something big you have planned for this new year coming up going into your 63rd year? <laughs> well, kind of, um, it's uh, three things. And one thing I want to touch on. So my mother is 84 and she's part of this program. And I asked her, I said, mom, what do you want for Christmas? You've got everything. She went, I want to go on a zip line with you. <laughs> okay. Boom. We'll just. Now, this is your mom wanting to do zip line. Gotcha. Awesome. <laughs> 
84. And I'm like, okay, we can definitely do that. So that's one thing. And I'm going to start off on January the 4th and 75 hard. And this is something I've been toying with. I've started it three times, didn't. And we won't go into all that. If you want to yeah. hear more about it, go into 75hard.com. But I want to do the entire 75 live program, all three phases. But the culmination is on or around my birthday, I want to complete and successfully complete the Army Women's Fitness Training Program for women in their 50s because they don't even have one for their 60s. Awesome. Yeah. Maybe you need to set one up for women in their 60s. I know, right? <laughs> so you got three big things. So I heard you're right. You want a zip line with how old, how old's Miss Betty? 80? 84. I don't think, yeah, that's crazy. And I had the pleasure to meet her and she's just, I mean, I know where you get it from. So she wants a zip line. So, you know, might as well. Since your mom wants to go zip lining, which I think is pretty like darn. <laughs> and then 75 hard program, which is a more mental challenge, you know, not necessarily a workout, but you will get in great shape. And that's, you know, again, like she said, we won't talk about that now, but it is something that is very tough challenge. And then what was the third thing? Um, it's oh, finishing, yeah, the, the, yeah, the army fitness challenge, yeah, army fitness challenge, which is awesome. Great. So, you know, what? and it's not the new year and she's already thinking about that and she probably already has a plan and putting it on her calendar and that's the determination. And, you know, she didn't just think about that overnight. She's been working on it again. That's right. why she's not maintaining her life. She's pursuing the best and healthiest and happiest life that she can have. And now, you know, obviously you're a coach in our program that we've shared. Let's just kind of finish on here. What's something you can share with man, woman, or family member as far as for them, whether they, you know, get in touch with us or not to encourage them to maybe pursue something greater for themselves in the new year? Wow, there's so many going through my head. If I had to pick one is you only get one time around this planet. You get one. Mm. Why don't you make it the best one and the best you possible? Whatever that looks like for you, but the healthiest, the fittest, the happiest, the best you that you could possibly make for yourself. And then it's going to exude out of you and other people are going to see it. And that's the best thing you, you make an impact on people that you don't even realize you're making an impact on when you're living your best you. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. I think we'll finish there too. Where's one place I know where I can find you because we have our connections and stuff through our back end. but um, what's the easiest way if people want to connect with you to find you? Um, basically either a personal message me if you want specific questions, but I'm on Facebook, Lynette Liebarger Duncan. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And just so you guys know that we're going to end it here. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Lynette, so much for coming on. I know you got family there and to be around and it is a holiday season. So I want you to go and enjoy them and enjoy being Gigi, right? And uh, I will. I will. And Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Merry Christmas. Listen, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to help support the show and our mission, you know, even Coach Lynette too, our mission is to help you become braver today than you were yesterday. Subscribe to the show, share it with your friends. Really, really appreciate it. And then also if you want to stay up to date with the Brave Today show and get behind the scenes content, you can follow me currently on social media platforms, but we have something new coming in the new year. So be on the lookout. More to come on that. Other than that, I hope you guys have an amazing, blessed holiday and happy new year as well. All right. Take care and God bless. (laughs) Bye-bye.